Hey, what not the podcast? What not? Pastor Wolfmuller here. I was driving out, doing some errands this morning, and thinking about Numbers 20, and it ended up being a Saturday drive around, and now it is here on the podcast. Love to know what you think, but there's no way to leave comments on the podcast, and I'm off the social media now, so you can leave comments over at the Facebook page. You don't have to just drop in there, leave a comment. I'll see it. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, reflection on Moses and anger and the pastoral office and Miriam's death. Numbers chapter 20. Here's what not the podcast. YouTube theologians, Pastor Wolfmuller here. I just, I, this, I just recorded a video that's coming up next, but I, I was thinking about it just a little bit after I recorded, and this kind of thinking through the text and meditating on the text and wondering about the text, I, I hope that you will receive it as a part of a conversation and not a sermon. It's a little bit different. This is not a thus says the Lord. This is me sort of wrestling with things and thinking through things. And one of the best parts about that then is the conversation that we get to have afterwards in the comments and, and, and things below. But I, I hope you wouldn't take the, this sort of reflection on the scriptures and and go and, and if, some, if you heard someone else say something different and say, well, that can't be true. Pastor Wolfmuller said this when he was driving around one Saturday morning in the rain. That, I hope you'll re- receive it that way. Now, I hope that there's no false teaching in here, certainly, or no dangerous teaching, but that you would, I think, receive it in this way as, a, as part of a, a bigger conversation. So, hope that helps. Here's this Saturday morning theology while running errands. YouTube theologians, want to run some Saturday morning errands with me? This is Saturday morning drive to the drugstore. Uh, I was reading in the Treasury of Daily Prayer yesterday. I just, but I got some things that I think you guys might like. So I was reading the Treasury of Daily Prayer yesterday from Numbers chapter 20. And this is the story, the famous story, where the people are complaining. And the Lord says to Moses, speak to the rock and it'll give you water. And instead of speaking to the rock, Moses strikes the rock, pow! And, and the water flows out of the rock, but because Moses strikes the rock, the Lord doesn't let him go into the promised land. Mm-hmm. Now, let me give you a couple of background things that just are in my mind. Number one, do you remember the 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 little note that was in Luther's pocket when he died. The Veers and Bettler business, we are beggars, this is true. Uh, this is a, a, kind of a marvelous note. Luther, you know, in the last writings was basically the curie. We're beggars. In fact, not to trace too many rabbits, but uh, this last Sunday we were talking about the curie in, the, in Sunday school because we're doing the liturgy. And we talked about how the, it, when we sing the curie, the liturgy is putting us in the in the ditch with Bartimaeus, and then the very next thing we sing is the glory of Celsius, and the liturgy is lifting us into heaven to sing with the angels. That's just so marvelous. So to humble and to exalt, and and the Lord gives us the Kyrie, and we think, oh, who am I to sing the Kyrie? And the Lord says, sing the Kyrie, and then He gives us the glory in the Celsius. And we say, who am I to sing the Gloria? And He says, sing the Gloria. <laughs> so the Lord puts us low and exalts us. It's glorious. Now, uh, this is the Veers and Bettler. We're beggars. This is true. That's the last words from Luther. But uh, there was something else that Luther wrote. There's a funny little 
sort of three-part thing where he said, to understand Virgil, you have to be a shepherd for three years. This is paraphrasing. To understand Virgil and all his pastoral poems and writings and things like this, you got to be a shepherd. To understand Cicero, he says, you have to exercise, you have to be a politician for 30 years or something like that. And then Luther says, to understand St. Paul, you have to be a pastor in the Lord's Church for 100 years. Now, I've been thinking about that for a long time because I want to understand St. Paul. <laughs> and I also want to govern well in the church, govern in the old sense of be a faithful pastor and so forth. And so I've always been curious about how the life of the pastor and the life in the parish informs our understanding of Scripture. It, 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 that tags along for me for another very curious thing that Luther says, and Walter loves to quote him. C.F.W. Walter wrote this great book, The Proper Distinction Between Law and Gospel. It's a beautiful book. And I've heard from more people becoming Lutheran that that book was the help, the thing that they needed. You can, you can find it for free. In fact, someone remind me, and I'll put a tag. Uh, you can download that book for free and also listen to the audio of that book from Pastor McCoy at the Faith Rogue River website. It's a it was evening lectures that Walter was giving at the seminary about how to preach. And he says, you have to rightly divide law and gospel. And he loves to quote this, this uh, line from Luther that says, the proper distinction between law and gospel is the most difficult art in all the world. And it's taught only by the Holy Spirit in the school of experience. Now that, that was hard for me to understand. It's getting a little bit easier to understand, but it's hard for me to understand because I thought, hey, sola scriptura. We don't have this fourfold plank like the Methodists of scripture and tradition and reason and experience. We don't take experience as an authority. Why can't I just learn from the scriptures? But the Bible is not like an instruction manual that just is downloading information. There's more to it than that. The Bible is, in fact, shaping us. Okay, so the Holy Spirit is teaching us through the scriptures how to engage in this fallen world in a wise way. This is a second piece of background, and that is that I have a desire and a prayer that to be wise, and I hope that all of you YouTube theologians would join me in this prayer, that the Lord would make us wise. And I don't know, I think about 10 years ago, I gave myself a deadline. I said, I'd like to be wise by age 50, but every year I keep pushing it off. So now I think I'm at age 72. I'd like to be wise by age 72. So, you know, give myself a little time. So that, but wisdom takes time. There's a reason why, there's a reason why the, the Lord speaks of the wise and the aged at the same time. Take some time to learn these things. Okay, so with that, all that as background, I think I had, when I was studying Numbers 20 yesterday, I think I had one of those insights that I just could not have had 10, 15 years ago that I couldn't have had unless I'd been a pastor in serving in the Lord's church for all these years. And it's this. Right before we have the story of Moses beating the rock with a stick, we hear that Miriam dies. Miriam is Moses and Aaron's sister. Miriam is the one who 
watches where Moses floats down the river and and is the queen of Egypt, the princess of Egypt, calls her and she goes and gets her mom to nurse. Miriam is the older sister who was looking after him the whole time. Miriam is the one who was at least playing the tambourine when they were uh, praising the Lord for bringing them through the Red Sea. And it seems like even though there's some kind of conflict here and there between Moses and Aaron and Miriam, that there's a that there was a deep affection there. And so, so Miriam dies and, the, and is buried. And then the people come to Moses and Aaron and start complaining. Now, here, here's where being a pastor is, helps me to understand this because there's all sorts of stuff that's going on in your own life. And, and there's all sorts of stuff that's going on in the people that you're serving's life. And sometimes those things just slam into each other. You know, each of us have our own stuff. And you're wrestling with that stuff. The pastor is a sinner. I'm sorry to break that to you guys. And also his family is full of sinners and, and sickness and death and sorrow and mourning and wrestling through that. And, and then, so, so, that, so that kind of inner sort of mourning is happening with Moses and Aaron. And then the people come and they are complaining about being hungry. And they even come with this list of all the foods that they used to eat in Egypt that they love. I, I, I don't think that was the place where they had all the, like the leeks and, and they're talking about the pomegranates and all this sort of stuff. Like they come with a list and they're like, Moses and Aaron, look at all the things we used to have back in Egypt. And now you've taken us out in the, and Moses and Aaron have to think, you're now you guys are going to bring this to us now. Can't you give us a break? Look. The, the grass hasn't even started to grow on our sister's grave. And you come complaining? And I understand it. I understand how Moses would be frustrated and how the Lord says to him, he says, all right, I'll, fine, I'll go and bring your complaint. to." The, and he goes and he brings his complaint to the Lord. And the Lord says, speak to the rock. Now, remember that rock, Paul tells us, is Jesus. And there's a reason it's... It's like a, the Lord is, seems like he's trying to build a parallel of the second, first and second coming. So the first time the rock gives water is when he's struck. And the second time, there's no striking. Just like in the second coming, there's no, it's all glory, no humiliation. There's no cross and, and, and grave when Jesus comes back a second time. And it looks like the Lord is trying to build that picture for the people when he says to Moses, now speak to the rock and he'll give it to you. Maybe it's even a picture of Pentecost. That's kind of nice to think about. And the water that flows from the ascended Jesus. But Moses is angry and he strikes the rock, not just once, but twice. Whack, whack, fine, bam. And he's frustrated. Now, here's the amazing thing to me. Moses disobeys the Lord and the Lord comes and he chastises Moses and he gives him and he and he gives him the reason it's because you did not show me someone can put the text there I guess this is from memory but you did not show me forth as holy when you disobeyed my word you presented me to the people as if I'm not holy as if the words that I say can be 
rearranged or interpreted and made convenient or whatever. You, you, when, you, when you disregard the Lord's word, you're saying that the Lord is, is not set apart. The Lord is not on the throne. The Lord is not holy. And, and so the Lord says to Moses, you can't see the promised land. But, but, the Lord does still give water to the people. You see, do you see that? So that Moses does the wrong thing, but the Lord uses Moses' wrong thing to bless the people in spite of Moses. Now there's something there, just, I mean, there's a handful of, I think, applications for us, including how can the Lord uh, bring saving faith to people who are being falsely taught in churches where there's false teaching. This is a, this is a picture of how the Lord does it. Uh, and good for us to meditate on. But when Moses does the wrong thing, then he, then he is punished with, I think, a, a punishment that must have been really severe for him. It just almost skips over it. Like almost, almost like Moses says, now I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> this is what the Lord says. You got, here's, I'm going to tell you the bare minimum for what you need to know to have wisdom and courage, but I don't really want, I'm embarrassed about it. I mean, Moses doesn't, he doesn't hide his own sins, that's for sure. But this one, it seems like, now let's move on. Because it goes right on to the business of, of requesting passage through Edom, and the Edomites refuse to give it. But, but, here's the point, right? Is that Moses' sin results in him not being able to enter into the Promised Land, but it does not result in the people dying. The Lord still sends forth this river of water out of the rock. And that means that it doesn't, I mean, part of the thing is that you got to act according to your office, not according to your person. If you're a pastor and you're watching, I mean, this is for me too, this is part of wisdom. If all, all the stuff going on, it does not matter. It does not matter. You are there to bless the people in Jesus' name. But even if it does matter, even when you do mess up, even when you bring your own failures, your own struggles, your own sin, your own whatever, you bring it, your own unjust anger, not just anger, but your own unjust anger into the office, the Lord somehow can still use it to bless. And that should be our confidence. Anyway, a couple thoughts on Numbers chapter 20. I hope that's helpful. I'd love to hear in the comments if that is helpful. And uh, if you can hear this over the rain, I don't know if you can hear. That'd be a shame because I don't want to have to say it again. Treasure Daily Prayer is a beautiful resource from CPH. Someone remind me. I'll put the link in the description. In fact, CPH gave me uh, an affiliate link. I'll put the affiliate link in the thing. I don't. I. I think I. It, they give me like two bucks if you buy it with that. I think that's how that works. I don't. I don't know exactly, but anyway. Uh, and but you can also get it as an app, the Pray Now app, which is. I think it costs like six bucks, but it's worth it because it gives you those readings and prayers and daily offices and everything. It's just an. It's like the Lutheran 
book of hours. And it gives you a reading from the church fathers. I think yesterday's read, I haven't done it for today, but yesterday's reading was uh, Hugo on how we see pictures of the resurrection in nature. Ha, that was really interesting. Every morning is a preaching of the resurrection. Anyway, someone remind me, I'll put the link in the description. You guys have a good day.